When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Our golf where our mouths are. Now. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPNT FM. HD2. When black and white turns into blurry, everything feels tipsy turvy. Fumbles have my rep at war. They're the truth that stand before me. I fall down, but I don't ever worry. Look and reach. I don't hit the ground. Cause they always catch me. See the real me, and they never blink. Well, she's the best, because we were flipping through old photo yeah. albums, and I was like, that's not me. What am I wearing it? This is one of the rabie mixes. She looks at me and she's like, Katie Pierce, yeah, sir. Katie Pierce, yeah. Hey, Lipson, throw me on those ones and twos. I should, oh, yeah, I should break you off, yeah. Real friends are the blue skies and your happy days. Katie Pierce, yeah, sir. Katie Pierce, yeah. Give it to me now, give it to me now, give it to me now, give it to me now. Doug, this is Cassie Moore. Ludicrous currently. Yeah. And it's a Chris Raby remix? What are they what are they singing? I thought that was Juicy J. That was a Juicy J. I don't know who Juicy J is. That's Mac Measy. Real friends. My real friends. I'll save some mangoes. Alright, that's enough. That's enough. I'll save some mangoes for you. Let's play that coming back from a break on balloon party today. Doesn't that hurt your ears to hear that kind of nonsense? It's amazing. It's Ryan Kelly morning after appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour. Come on in, friends. The water is warm. Text in 314-881-TMA5. Engineer design facilities text in by calling uh, like the great, uh, who we have? Caller Drew? Retired air marshal? Oh, yeah. Drew never got yeah. on, did Phil, he? Phil, but it was Timmy the Tickler. No, Mr. Phil. Lick, Mr. Phil Lick's was, is upset about yeah. something he wants to call in about. I don't know. Well... 
No, no, there's just a lot. Okay. Uh, listen, here's the deal with these Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone lines. There's a lot happening, and that's what we have to be prepared for. Well, it's a very, very busy news cycle for us today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, in the market for an appliance, look no further than the appliance discounters and their 80,000-square-foot warehouse full of G appliances and other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online at theappliancediscounters.com, where pricing has been adjusted to beat everybody. Send your emails in. Design air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com, and compete for the listener of the month for the month of January, presented by Milagro Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. All you got to do is go to TMASTL.com and sign up. And then the dais will decide who is our listener of the month. And then you are entered in for listener of the year. Now, you can keep winning it. And I guess if you win the first 11 months, odds are you're going to be the listener of the year. I would think. But yeah. wow, what a what a turn that would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, uh, Jackson, what do we have going on here uh, on the phone lines? Retired Air Marshal and caller Drew are both uh, sitting there. Doug, uh, Sadie Hawkins. Well, Drew's been waiting a while, I think. We better go to him. Morning, uh, caller Drew. You're on the Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone lines. Drew. Yo. Yes. You got me? Sorry to wake you. Sorry. Hang on. One sec. All right. Yeah. Drew. Just I'm, give, give I'm, 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 making a, not, I'm making a cup of coffee. Hang on. All right, I'm good. Oh, where are you at home? Nice shtick. Yeah, I'm, I work from home. Okay, nice. That's not a shtick. That's making a cup of coffee. Yeah, you've, been on, you would, you've been on hold for thirty-five about. minutes. You decided to make coffee as soon as you got on hold, and we put you on. Oh, oh wait. Oh. No, oh, I I made I'm a cup of coffee, coffee because I've been on hold for forty-five minutes. Mm. When you make a cup when you wake up. Not usually. I think you're supposed to start with a, a glass of cold water. Is actually is that right? Yeah, to. shock the yeah. system. Is that right? I do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah. Drink a cup of uh, cold water and then wait 45 minutes. And as soon as you're on the air, then go back and start your coffee. Oh, you're down on this fellow already. He hadn't even said anything. He hadn't even had Iggy, a trade proposal. Uh, Iggy, uh, no, just, just never mind. Yeah, please. I, All right, what's I, on your mind, Drew? I didn't hear segment three yesterday yeah, no for reasons that were on the listener's yeah. fault. Right. Mm. Um, so maybe you covered this, but first of all, bringing your own wine to a restaurant and paying the corkage fee is not Hoosier and also not uncommon. And we don't need to spend much more time on this, but it's actually a, a baller move. Like real wine aficionados, connoisseurs do it all the time. All right. You can get corkage at every nice steakhouse, Citizen Kane's. Almost all of them. If you have nice wine at home and they don't have it on the menu, they make a little chunk of change for opening it for you. It's all good. It's the opposite of Hoosier. So Mr. Licks and Iggy, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I think it's Hoosier. I don't know what you're talking about because me and Mr. Licks basically said what you said. But you said it's uncommon. I said uncommon for crappy restaurants like Captain D's. I don't do cats and D's serve wine. Well, it was my point that crappy well, restaurants don't have it, but nice restaurants will usually let you do it. Iggy, and a lot of people on, do it. All right, let's get on the same page here because I, I do enjoy you. Paramore is awesome, an underrated band. Oh, I saw them at, at the factory a couple months ago. It was, a, it was an amazing show. 
It was. Do you, I just don't like all the, the the singing. At least at the factory, it's a smaller venue. But when you have well, fifteen thousand, you went to see a band singing. and you didn't like the singing. No, it's the, the younger demographic, so it's a lot of teenage girls who are de- screaming. Yeah, oh, right. And it's but once you get over that, man, she she puts on a great show with Haley Williams. Doug Haley her? Williams is the lead singer's name. Is she a natural redhead? I don't know who Haley. She's Williams one of the most is. underrated front people. She's amazing in any band. I also forgot to mention the other day that Plow Flame also nailed his Popeye's take earlier this week, which Doug scoffed at, and I didn't appreciate Doug scoffing at that. Listen close, Doug. Popeye's don't play. I don't care for it. Too spicy. It's good. It's too spicy. How they have ghost pepper wings. It's another one of those where, like, the service is a bit spotty, but if you actually get the food, it's Mount Rushmore material. I don't know. You know where I went, Greg, and you bash it? I went there yesterday. It wasn't O'Connell, but after the sound stories, I got myself some Lee's chicken. You didn't. Well, you had a big day. You had Lee's chicken and O'Connell's? Did you go baked or Look, fried? Look, quitting Siggy's, I'm, like, just pounding. Like, I've eat, I'm doubling my calorie count. I feel like. But, yeah, I had it, and it was great. Baked or fried? Mm. It was uh, fried. Don't get the fried. Get the baked. Yeah. They still have churches chicken anywhere. Ooh, churches used to have this piece of chicken that had the thigh and the leg. It's like a almost like a leg quarter, but it had the thigh and the leg attached, and you could get that as a piece of fried chicken. Man, anything on Popeye's menu? That new chicken sandwich, ooh, and the red beans and rice at Popeye's. That's oh. one of the top fast food sides in the game. So can you give me your Mount Rushmore of uh, fast food sides? Oh, let's, Lee's let's chicken with the potato wedges for sure. It's all day. Mm. And and Doug, I I, I rode twelve point one kilometers and biked eleven point two miles yesterday. So I don't eat this stuff all the time. Just a lot of the time. Do you lose any weight riding that bike? Because you got a lot to lose. I'm not weighing myself every day. I'm, I'm, I've done that before, and it, it, it becomes kind of a problem. Um, so I'm just going to do it like every couple of weeks. Okay. So I'll keep you updated. Anyway, I, I actually wanted to call in about the Barbary Pirates. Okay. This was probably like 15 months ago by now, but Doug and Iggy had a quick conversation about the Barbary Pirates and it's just an endless, endlessly fascinating part of history. I, I don't remember the mm-hmm. context of why it was brought up, but but yeah, it's a rel- it's a part of like relatively recent history that I don't think people learn a lot. Relatively about. recent. It was like in, when Thomas Jefferson was president. Yeah, yeah. And maybe if you're in the Marine Corps, you know about it because it's part of their actual founding. But right. I guess that can also be traced back to the American Revolution too. But that line in the Marine Corps hymn about the shores of Tripoli. Right. is about the Barbary Pirates. So, mm-hmm. you know, we learn a lot about the transatlantic slave trade as modern Americans, which makes sense because it's more relevant to the story of our country. And it was a horrible atrocity of humankind that still has lasting effects today and was done on a far greater scale than what the, the Barbary Pirates are doing. But the Barbary pirates as slavers themselves operated in the Mediterranean up into the same time period as the transatlantic slave trade, you know, so at least into the mid 19th century, um, they were goods and slave taking ships based in, I mean, I hesitate to bring up religion or slavery for that matter, but, they would have identified themselves as Ottoman and Muslim corsairs, which means pirates, and right. they would take people 
and goods from merchant ships in the Mediterranean and Western Europe. And even mounted, like, they, they did looting and kidnapping raids on coastal villages in France and a lot in Italy and Spain and even into Portugal, up right. to England, Ireland, some Nordic countries. Is this just a history lesson or are you, you going to make a point? Well, you guys are the ones that sent me down this rabbit hole like two years ago, and I, and I I read about them all the time. I, I like to read Wikipedia sometimes before I go to bed. Brian Kilmeade wrote a good book about the Barbary Pirates. Did you read that? No, but I would be very interested in yeah, reading it. Check that out. I read that. It's very good. Yeah. And those Western European slaves, John Smith of Pocahontas fame was one, would usually wind up in the Ottoman Empire around you know North Africa and the Middle East if they weren't killed along the way. Uh, they'd work in quarries, like heavy construction, or as rowers in galleys on these ships. Yeah. And s- some of those rowers didn't set foot on land for the rest of their lives. It's wild. Mm-hmm. A few captives were able to get freedom through a ransom, but that would have been like limited to those who had the financial backing at home or from their home countries. And that right, was right. unfortunately pretty rare. You know, Northern European and even newly American women went for a lot of money in these North African, Middle Eastern slave markets and were, were brought into harems of Turkish and Ottoman nobles and, and landowners, um, but also European men who wrote survival stories about their time as slaves or about converting to Islam because they had to mm-hmm. and establishing lives in the Ottoman Empire had great things to say Bugs, about, uh, about the native ladies in Egypt and Persia. Okay. So, you know, there's that. I and, guess. And this but, is something that we, you heard us talk about 15 months ago. It was a while ago. Okay, um, but you just now needed to get this off your chest, I guess. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up. I can't imagine how I would have chimed in on this. <laughs> it was a it was a quick conversation. I think Doug had more of the information. Um, I'll, I'll wrap it up, but it, it, that does lead us to the first Barbary War, which was our first international war, the United States, in like 1801. And that was a war that the United States and Sweden and, and Sicily fought against four North African client states of the Ottoman Empire. Tripoli, uh, Algiers, uh, was Tunis, and also Morocco, which was a little more independent of the Ottoman Empire than the other three, but was still a big part of this Barbary pirate activity. Thomas Jefferson and, and John Adams, I'm trying to go quick here but it's it's just it's just fascinating (laughs) pot him down we did it nice little history lesson i like drew i guess the revolutionary war doesn't count as u.s participating in a war well not overseas i didn't hear overseas i just heard the first war of the u.s i think he said international war okay well it's fascinating Bill, I can. I kept waiting for it. Wait to hear the text for for a punchline or for one of us to take a shot or. Well, he would have if we'd have let him on a little bit. Oh. He somehow got in with Doug's first. Eating. Worst caller ever. Lose the call in number, you mm. douche. How has his wife not poisoned his food trough? That's from Here's the Sex Bed. I work from home is cut code for saying my wife makes all the money and then flates <laughs> other men in front of me. Oh, put bleach in that coffee, you terrible fat. Oh, Lance I don't know. This is a terrible fat. It did sound like he had some of that fat on the back of his neck. You, you can know, sense that. Yeah, you know when people get really heavy, the fat's got nowhere else to go, and it goes to the back of your neck. 
but he's bicycling a lot. So There's trying. nothing worse than adults trying to do shtick when it's completely unfunny. Drink bleach, put on concrete shoes, and jump into the Mississippi, you asshat. Oh. That's from Eugene Levy's Browbush. That's encouraging suicide. Many of these texts that are coming in right yeah, now that I can't keep up with are instructing something. I guess when you tell someone to drink bleach, that's the same thing. I would find it hard to believe if there's one text in there that said, I love this guy. Great uh, call. Mr. Mr. Licks, I think, was supportive, but I've lost really? him. He's, he texted in two minutes ago, which means he's 100 texts down. I always like a good uh, history lesson, but I prefer construction tips. And we haven't gotten those from Cucky the Smurf or whatever the hell his name was. Smurfy the Cuck or what was his name? Cucky Wasn't the Dwarf. It, uh, Cucky the Dwarf. Construction tips with... Colin. Colin. I've never wanted to hear about Iggy interviewing the mom from 7th Heaven so badly in my, <laughs> in my life. That's from KG in O-Town. <laughs> I did post my Robert Wagner interview the other day. People asked for that. So I What's he got to say? Uh, I forgot it was a book on... Um, he wrote a book on some of his leading ladies and what they were like and... Uh, it was fascinating. Doug, also fascinating is the retired mm -hmm. air marshal who was on the Steve Schmidt can. Okay. It's a huge Lots press conference Thursday. He didn't like, He didn't stick around for uh, the yeah, Barbary he, Pirates he, thing. He, he oh, is that done. right? Yeah. He probably had the same. Yeah, another hit. Back-to-back text. Uh, uh, caller Drew is the goat caller. That's from Turvish Para. Uh, Ricky Putz, Drew's the man. And from Mr. Licks, caller of the year material. Back-to-back-to-back mm. -to -back -to -back text. Even after he trashed you and said that you were wrong about... Um, you're uncorking? Yeah, I believe Mr. Licks is anti-uncorking. Or anti-corking, right? No, he said it wasn't Hoosier at all, right? I thought Mr. Licks said it was Hoosier. Oh, well, no. I kind of... I, I said it wasn't Hoosier, and Licks called in, and, or texted in, and said, I agree with Iggy. Oh. He says we have no idea what we're talking about, and he'll call in to explain. Okay. Did you cute boys see the podcast with Lisa Ann and Young Gravy? That's from Bill's wife. No. I have not. Jackson, have you seen that? Nope. I thought they got sideways. I did, too. I followed it. I thought they were Splitsville. Well, unless it was all an act and to get him on the podcast and then get views. Well, maybe it was a podcast from a month ago. You never know with these podcasts. Uh, Bill's wife, call in. I haven't even listened to the one that I was on yet. What? Pepper and Genie? No, I was on Lisa <laughs> Ann's podcast, and I haven't listened oh, to it. Oh, yeah. Mr. Licks, uh, Johnny Cakes says no one is answering the phone. Johnny Cakes sucks. Whoa, what's well, going on? That's yeah. his whole shtick. Look at every single text he sent in. He he calls in, I'm calling in, no one's answering. It's Why won't you answer? He's never called in once. Oh. Probably trying to text his ex-wife. That's probably who he meant to. I'm calling, no one's answering. <laughs> that's like all of his texts are that. So the weirdest shtick I've ever seen in my Maybe life. Maybe he's got the wrong number. Maybe he's calling the old number. Bill's wife said it's on the Stiff Socks podcast. That sounds horrible. That sounds <laughs> like familiar with Doug, do you ever uh, listen no, or watch? How could a person <laughs> ever get around to listening to all the podcasts? How, how could that be possible? I listen to silence. I don't even listen to anything. Stiff Socks. So, so Lisa Ann was on a Stiff Socks podcast. And yes. They, they and then I guess they brought Young Gravy Surprised in. her by putting Young Gravy on. Uh, yeah, looks like uh, the... So this is the Stiff Socks podcast with comedian Trevor Wallace... And Michael Blaustein? Doug, do you know Michael Blaustein? I don't know. So it says, uh, the boys are joined by Young Gravy and Lisa Ann during AVN week to get us the scoop on their relationship, mm. discuss the pores, uh, pros and cons of morning uh, stimulation, and find out whether or not Gravy 
has sex like a porn star. Well, this is during the AVN, so probably before right. the Saturday where she dumped him. Whatever she did. This was posted yesterday, but yeah, I believe that you uh, Tim Leesan's podcast this week is a deep dive into the young gravy sitch. She reveals a lot about how she thinks. Brad Boca. Okay. I'll have to listen. Can you call in and just break it down for us? Brad Boca, uh, let's see. Uh, there's one person on hold right now. Uh, someone's calling in. Uh, it's Mike Lee. Oh, no, okay. he's gone. Can't even, can't even pick the phone up. 636-9004-TMA. Uh, Doug would like to tell you about our title sponsor, whose name is Ryan Kelly. And he's online at thehomeloanexpert.com. It's kind of a difficult uh, housing market right now, but Ryan Kelly can get you taken care of. He's got this thing called the Inflation Deflation Program. If high interest rates are keeping you on the sidelines in the search for a home, the Inflation Deflation Program from Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert, will put you right back in the game. And you're pre-approved with the home loan expert. They'll enroll you in their interest rate rewind program. That means your interest rate will be two full points from today's rate for the first year of your loan, and then one point lower in year two. And after that, your interest rate will adjust to today's current rate. Once you close on your new dream home with Ryan Kelly's team, you'll be enrolled in the BIP refi program. That way, when interest rates drop, and they will drop, the home loan expert team will refinance your loan to a new lower rate with no fees. All you have to do is make six months of payments after your closing, and you get locked in at that lower rate. Now, that is some VIP service and what you'd expect from Ryan Kelly and his group. Find out more about the Inflation Deflation Program at thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you so much, Sir Mortgage. Jackson, would you like to tell the people about Pant? Yeah. And more specifically, Tim, my pant. Uh, but my pant can become your pant oh. real easily by heading to Muggsy.com. You you can look up and down their website. I'm telling you, you could be like, man, I want every single thing on this website because it all looks so great, and I know it's going to feel even better. The softest jeans I've ever put on my body. It's crazy how soft, how good they fit you, and how incredible they look. You don't have to compromise style for comfort. You can have both when you're wearing Muggsies. Free your balls once and for all and choose Muggsy. You know, it could be a gift or just treating yourself. I've treated myself. I know the Plowhawk has a couple pairs. I know you boys have a couple pairs. Listeners have come up to me and said, man, I wear those Muggsies too, man. They're incredible. It's no joke. These are world-class pants. And they're the official sponsor of Warm Nuts this winter because their new line of jeans have fleece and flannel literally stitched inside the entire leg, making sure your acorns stay perfectly nice and toasty. You don't have to miss out on a holiday party or, you know, a tailgate or whatever the situation is outside this winter because it's too cold. Not with Muggsies because they'll keep those acorns nice and toasty. Nice. Your legs will be like a little tasty pig in a blanket thanks oh, to Muggsy. Head to Muggsy.com right now and uh, grab yourself some, man. Jeans, flannels, jackets, you name it. They make it look incredible and feel even softer than I thought was possible. Use promo code TMA, 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. Again, that's promo code TMA at Muggsy.com. 10% off your entire order. Experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. Uh, Producer Joe was listening to the show this morning and was not happy with Iggy's exchange with caller Drew. Mm. Quote, this clown misses portions of the show to smoke and get coffee, yet calls it shtick for someone else to do it. Mm. Zero self-awareness. Doug, you can follow him at at ProdJoe if you would like to see more. All right. You're crestfallen again, aren't you? Well, I mean, just just don't be an ass. Oh. Why is it a shtick? I go out and smoke. You think I'm done smoking? I stand out here? I'm going to go in late. I'm going to smoke. I come back up. If the show starts, it starts. Have you thought about kicking the habit like Plowsy? Maybe no. you could do it together. <laughs> Provide the emotional support for one another. No, it's not a shtick, so come up with something better than that. <clears throat> well, I just thought maybe it'd be good for both of you. 
Good for you. <laughs> Think of the money you'd save. Good for you. Think how much better you'd feel. I had a dream about acorns last night. Acorns. We're changing the subject. And I, I, it's it's starting to get weird. Wonderful golf course in Illinois. Doug, you ever play it? No. Yeah. Is the 18th hole drivable? Am I right on that? It sounds right. I love the acorns. I've That's never, in Waterloo? I've never driven it, but... Driven it? I've never driven it. Okay. But the, the dream is it's getting weird because I think it ties in in Jamaica. Because the last three dreams I've had about golf, I'm all, I'm naked every time. Oh. And this one, I, I, Bob Gauss was in it. I haven't seen Bobby Bob, Gauss. Well, nice Doug. teaching pro. I haven't seen yeah. Bob Gauss in like a year. I've gotten a lesson from him. Yeah. I followed around Sahali in 1998 when he played in the PGA Championship, Doug. Seattle, to you. Mm. Um, How do you do? Did pretty well on day one, if memory yeah. serves. Yeah. yeah. He's a stick. I, but I haven't talked to him in a while. But he was in it, and... I was playing golf again, all five of us. And Were we all naked or just you? No, just me. Oh. But I didn't know it at first. I'm sitting in the cart, and uh, I'm going to the first tee, and Bob goes, yeah, have a nice round. You may want to put some clothes on. Yeah, reasonable. And I, and I look down, and I'm naked. Oh. Yeah. So I go, God, so I go back to the clubhouse, I get clothes, I get up to the first tee, and I remember this vividly. I asked Plowsy, how far, Plowsy? He goes, 202. Nice. So I... Getting ready to tee off. I don't have any clubs. Oh, God, what, what's going on? I go back to the clubhouse. I grab my clubs. It's stacked up with about 50 other bags of this high school tournament going on. That's what Gauss is there for. I grab my clubs and balls. I go back. Plowsy's just finished teeing off. Everybody's done. I grab a ball, and the shell of the ball comes off of my hand, and I'm holding an acorn. That's where the acorn came in. Huh. Every ball. Grab a ball. Poop. Melts in my hand. I'm holding an acorn. Get up to the first tee. I hit an acorn. Did you get all of it? That was it. And then the tee box was nothing but like mulch. So I went right under the ball and, poof, and then the acorn just fell into the mulch. Oh. And then you guys didn't wait for me again. You just took off and you're on the green and I'm still on the tee and couldn't catch up with you. That's another one of my dreams and I'm always late for a tee time and I can't catch up with the group. But the last three I've been naked. And sometime, somehow, an acorn came into this. Mm. Somebody wants to explain it to me? Go ahead. Well, I think you need to look inward. Hello, neighbor. Try to explain it to yourself. I, I can't. I've never played golf naked. I don't know where the acorn came in. As the ball disintegrated into an acorn. Sometimes there is no explanation. It's just insane thinking of the brain at rest. But three times, the last three golf outings, it's I'm naked. I don't get it. I don't either. Well. So, there you go. Okay. It's a nice little dream. Back to you, Tim. <laughs> Doug Bradenboca oh, is on with that's the information. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible dream, but it's... It was a nice little dream. <laughs> Where'd Bob Gauss come from? I, th I don't know why he had to get dragged Wellington in. Wellington just texted me, and I'm doing a podcast with Wellington. Who's running the board on that one? Jackson, you're doing the uh, John Hewlett sound story? Yeah, I'm handling Mahawk, it. are you on the Wellington podcast? What am I doing? <laughs> Jackson, didn't we text about this yesterday? Was I wrong? No, you're right. We okay. texted about it. Okay. So Wellington has a new podcast. Does he? And we're doing it here today. Huh. And so I guess we're doing it like it right at when I'm done with the 101 show, is my understanding. But Jackson's doing a Zoom sound story with John Hewlett and Pollock. Mm -hmm. I guess you'll be on the board on this podcast. That's what I've been told. 
Word. Okay. You don't seem that excited. <laughs> well, I just got to change my Goodwill plans. Got to rearrange Walmart pickup. Well, his podcast is part of yours. <laughs> no, he uh, just started. He's met with Tommy about it, actually. Yeah. Is it a golf podcast? No, it's a, it's a mental health podcast, oh. actually. Uh, and Wellington texted me and said, I'm sure Bobby Gauss loves being in dreams where Iggy is naked. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got a thing for Bob Gauss. Love Bob Gauss. I haven't, talked to him. I haven't talked to him in over a year. Does he know that you're interested? Not, he was just on the putting green and told me I was naked. I think that's all I got. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, we got Brad and Bocus on the Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone lines okay. with details on Lisa Ann's podcast about Young Gravy. Good morning, Brad and Boca. Cars are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> what is that it, is Brad? A great intro, thanks. <laughs> thanks for calling in, Brad. I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. So, yeah, it's like an hour, more than an hour episode. I can break it down here in probably 25, 30 minutes if you got the time. Doug, do we have uh, that No, time we don't. We, we got 25 or 30 okay. seconds. <laughs> I'll, I'll be briefer. Was it before, so, was it before he broke up with her? Tell about how <laughs> they actually met. She heard a song where Young Gravy said Lisa Ann was his first love. And she was impressed by that, and I guess uh, direct messaged him, DM'd him, and realized that he had reached out to her in 2019, and she never opened it or responded. So she said, first of all, sorry for the slow response. I don't, DM, I don't respond to DMs. And second, I love the song. So apparently they talked. He gave a lot of uh, advice about her trip to uh, Switzerland uh, in the fall or winter, I guess, in December. And they kind of bonded over that. So... I guess a couple weeks ago, a month ago, he had a show in New York. Her friends came. They had a green room. He took pictures. He was really cool. He won over all her friends. So that's when he said, hey, if you're going to be at the AVNs, I'm going to be at the AVNs. Let's go to the show. I've always wanted to go to the show. So he talked her into getting tickets. You know, And she had said you know, on her fancy football appearances that she was reluctant to go to the awards show. She hadn't been in like 10 years. So that week he had a show in Vegas, like on Wednesday or Thursday, and he acted totally different. He didn't come over to her group of friends, didn't take pictures. He was really drunk, and then he was hanging out with a, a bunch of other starlets. Oh, and uh-oh, she uh-oh. says that she saw him come out of a room, and the girls were all fixing their uh, lipstick mm. after, implying that something happened in the room. So. He, he also had promised that he, he was going to stop by her booth where she was signing autographs. And she saw him on the floor, and he walked by and never stopped. So she kind of took that as, look, you're blowing me off. You're getting drunk the whole time. You're interested in other people. That's fine. You know, you're in your late 20s. That's you. I'm doing me. Uh, this is gross now, and I'm not really interested. So then she, she felt like she, every time she saw him in Vegas, he was drunk. And he's like, what, six seven six eight. She didn't want to be responsible for him, and they would only give her two tickets, so she couldn't take a security person with her. I guess Alvin Mack may have been in Vegas. I don't know. No. But uh, she couldn't get three tickets. She could only get two. So she basically made the decision to leave on Saturday. So she went to a friend's house, watched football. Then he took her to the airport. She left. It it kind of became a thing where he started reaching out at like 4 o'clock and had talked to her in a couple days and basically said, hey, where are we meeting? What's going on? It wasn't, hey, are you okay? I haven't seen you. Are you all right? She said he, he basically was selfish and basically said, uh, you know, hey, I, I want to go to this thing with you. And she's like, oh, I know he'll get a ticket no matter what. If he just shows up, they'll let him in. So she kind of goes to them that day. 
And then his response after getting back from Vegas, he tried to text her a couple times. She wanted to talk. And uh, he basically, oh, she said, let's talk it out over on my podcast. And uh, he said his people wouldn't let him go on the podcast because it would, it would potentially look bad for him. So basically, she kind of said he was kind of selfish, was drunk, didn't feel comfortable with it, and then just stopped responding to him. Doug, there it is. It's a heck of a little recap. Well, I said. Well, I, put... I used to I used to be a slave to uh, lady journalism, so I've got a little bit of experience in, you know, breaking stuff down. You said oh, you dear. put you put I said you put young gravy into a room full of twenty something porn stars. It's not going to work out well. <laughs> well, she said they had an open relationship, so there were no constraints on who could do what with whom, but. She said it got super awkward when it, it looked like things were happening behind closed doors and that she was, you know, kind of interacting with those people or interacting with him. And she said that's when she got the, the ick feeling. Huh. Well, I'm a little confused. An open relationship. I mean, they hadn't even met before, had they? Yeah, they did. They, they, they had hung no, out November. In they started New engaging York, in, uh, what, coitus, Doug, in light hand play, right? I, I don't know what they engaged in. They'd been to dinner a couple times. She'd been to a show, and then they'd they'd had relationships in in New York before they ever got to Vegas. Um, how tall is she? Told me he's seven six. Seven six. Seven, six, six seven. Sean Bradley. He's, he's six seven. Well, Luke Bowl was seven six. She said he was seven six. Seven six she, seven. She said six seven. Maybe. She got the numbers correct. This guy's as tall as Manute Bowl. He's seven six. Really? He's not. There's no seven foot six rappers. Well, there should be. Well, Doug, there should be some seven. Shaq. He's seven two. Shaq. I think Manute yeah. Bowl was right at seven six. Wasn't yeah, he? he was. And Sean Bradley was like seven four. Probably sounds about right. No, I think he was seven six two because he also played for the seventy sixers. Okay. No, I'm, I, that was the thing. I'll look it up. So they were they were both on this podcast. Was it after the show or before all this happened? <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll talk slower. Oh, I didn't I didn't hear any responses from him. You think he would jump in if he's on the podcast? Solo by herself, giving a monologue, breaking down how they met, how she kind of fell for him a little bit in New York, and then how things went off the rails in Las Vegas. Uh, didn't you text in and say Lisa Ann and Young Gravy were on this podcast? Nope. Nope. Well, that's what I heard. No, you had said that they well apparently they recorded a podcast in Vegas. That was before he started ignoring her, and then she started ignoring him. So if they, were, they recorded a podcast in Vegas before stuff hit the fan. All right. Sean Bradley, 7-6. Was he really? That tell him about that, Doug. I saw him play in high school. He played for the 76ers. Auditorium. Energy. Gosh, he was a 7-up shootout. Yeah, he was It wasn't really the Coca-Cola show. It was a 7-up shootout. Think yeah. about that. And he can move. Well, the moral of the story, she's available for Jackson in Vegas, in, in Jamaica. Boom, boom, And boom. you. Boom, boom, boom. Bill Russell is a lot like Sean Bradley. No, why? Looks great against second-rate competition. <laughs> oh, seven like Will Chamberlain was second-rate competition? <laughs> Nate Thurman? Walt Bellamy? Drew, thank you for that. That was a good update. Thank you. Uh, it's Brad. 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 I mean, Brad. Brad. Gosh. <laughs> we're, so, we're so thoughtful. Th- thanks, Brad, thank you. Uh, thanks. Doug, it's, uh, and this guy, Young Gravy, is seven foot six. That's correct. And spitting bars. That's a tall drink of water. 
Jackson, uh, we're approaching uh, the time where we will arrive in Jamaica and you will be sharing a room with adult legend Lisa Ann. Doug, there are no rooms with two beds. Really? Only one king-size bed. Booze, chronic, and romance will fill this trip along with some radio shows. Is it? <laughs> uh, Jackson, your thoughts as this date with destiny approaches. Yeah, I just uh, I think anytime you talk about local HD2 radio right. remote broadcast, you think sex, booze, and chronic. Yeah. And I think that'll ooze out over the airwaves, and it'll just be the general vibe of the trip. So I'm really looking forward to it. Have you specifically, as you avoid my question, sharing a room <laughs> with Lisa and thoughts? I think it's gonna be a great time. I think I I think I'm a good roommate. Um, I think that I am respectful and. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's going to be a really great time. In the back of your mind, are you thinking about any possibilities of engaging with a legend in Lisa Ann, who clearly, Doug, uh, fancies you? Yeah, she said as much. She's a wonderful person, and I think I would be remiss or, uh, you know, I don't want to make the listeners feel less. Like, I think everyone would think of the situation in the back of their mind would think the same thing. Mm -hmm. Having said that, uh, again, respectful human being and, um, you know, will not be uh, pushing the boundaries per se. But like you said, it's always in the back of your mind. How could it not be? Good. I, you... it, would be it would be silly for it not to be in the back of my mind, but it also would be silly for me to... Do you then start to wonder about, A, how your size would compare to the oh. lover she's had, and then also how your performance would compare? Does it give you any performance anxiety? I don't think it would be wrong to say that I would be uh, at the bottom of the list of both looks... Um, size, I don't, I, you know, I haven't seen all of her work, so oh. I don't know size-wise. Mm -hmm. I'd have mm -hmm. to think I would definitely not be at the top. There's probably some, some all-timers at the top. Yeah, I mean, Doug Lexington's steel comes to mind right away, doesn't Right, well, and I've seen a photo of that, and that's, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have the material. Right. But, um, you know, it's all about what you do when the spotlight shines the brightest. <laughs> nice. One thing we've one thing we've kind of skipped over here, and I don't know what other shows are going to be there, because we're not the only show there. When we leave, then a midday Might be show the only HD two show and an afternoon in the show world. Comes in. <laughs> you know, there's there's a bunch of shows down there. Will any of these other shows have female host or co-host? Uh oh. And then well, sees now. Jackson <laughs> sees Jackson saving a or sharing a room with a porn star wow. does that turn the other people on from those other shows say god this guy must be a ball in that's what i'm saying mm. that's why i set the over under iggy of uh of two and a half members of the dais engaging in coitus because you go okay plowhawk and i are or you would think anyway Locks. Now, Doug, as you know, I have a real tough time getting hard. Oh, I don't know. I'm but if my, my wife too. wields a strap on, oh. on me, that should count, does it not? <laughs> we so count it. Uh, no. Thank you. So yeah, then that, that gives us two. Oh. And I just, I'm very bullish on Jackson. And I don't know about the Lisa Ann situation, but Lisa Ann, as Iggy brings up, is his wingman is going to increase Jackson's stock in the eyes of the lasses. Uh, at the facility. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, I would think Lee Sam would pick somebody up for you. That's what I'm saying. I'd be open to that, you know. I don't like mosquitoes! Oh, nor do I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't either. This time of year, there's not many. <laughs>
Guys, I conceive the only child I know of. It's Sandals Ocho Rios. It's a magical place, and I put my money on Jackson's ween. Thanks. That's from mm. Don Hoffman. That's your oh, guy, Jackson. The Don. Love Don Hoffman. Isn't it kind of weird that she can't get uh, separate beds? I mean, they, they have all kinds of weddings down there, and, and a lot of people travel together that don't sleep together. Well, well it's an adult's. Not here. It's an adult's resort, so you figure if you're going down, you're either going to be single so you got a big king bed, or you're bringing down somebody you're taking a trip with that you want to spend the time with. But if you're single and you're traveling with a friend or something. Well, they don't. a lot of singles aren't down there. I would guess there's not many singles at Sandals. I wouldn't think so. That's why they don't have any double beds. Well, they're not, not going to change kind the of a chicken resort. and egg. When they put the resort together, they said, we better do some double beds. We may have a radio show down here one day. Well, there's probably It probably comes up all the time where someone says, can we have separate beds? Like, like we... I don't think I, it's, I, I, I bet it think never it comes up. If I'm a hotel designer, I'm doing hella a lot of Davenports. Oh. <laughs> like, if you have one bed, that's fine, but I'm having a credenza, I'm putting right. a Davenport, mm. putting all those sorts of Potted plants. <laughs> Potted plants, that's we'll make it, We're now setting mm-hmm. the scene. I have a couple of friends that I know from my Hedo days um, that work down there that I may hook up with, not hook up with. They work at this resort. Well, really? Alex is the uh, promotions director for couples. He sounds tall. Ocho Rios. Yeah. Uh, so she should be in Ocho Rios. And Ashley Martin, oh. uh, who used to work at Hedo, I understand, is now doing some promotion for sandals. So Ashley, I'm going to see if she's there. She is drop-dead gorgeous. Where that tushy boat? Where that tushy boat? Hey. Mm. Doug, what are you going to do when your son is doing work in the room? That's some classy like Perry Ellis. Oh, God, what a terrible text. Oh. But I got to tell you something, though. The ladies love Greg Vaughn's style. They do. He can't pull well, a ball. And Andy, and, well, he might not be able to pull a baseball, but he can bomb a yeah. golf ball. I can tell you that. He comes from a long line of stallions. <laughs> Doug comes up to the room in the evening as a sign out, go away. No, I don't think uh, that's going to come happen. knocking on my door. Iggy. No. And there'll be another go away. Doug drinking an iced tea on He's the beach at like 5 a.m. <laughs> roaming the halls, down. waiting for the girl to come out. So. I don't think so. Continental breakfast ready yet? <laughs> Iggy, I've seen the pictures of the people on Denny P's website. Please, for the love of God, don't drag the rest of the day us over to that thing. That's from Mr. Licks. Well, I'm not going to Hito. It's three and a half hours away. And I just said they both work at Ocho Rios, so pay attention. <clears throat> I'm not dragging anybody with me. If I go see him, I'll just go meet him on my own. You think he might be beckoned to travel over to Hito <laughs> when you hear their siren call? No. I ain't going anywhere for three and a half hours. He you almost do. didn't want to go on this trip for five days. Well, more like four. Well, it was Saturday, Tuesday, Sunday, so Monday, we... Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. I don't count Wednesday. You'll probably sleep in, you'll have lunch, and then you got to pack and get to the airport. I think I'm with Iggy on that one. I so how many days are you counting, Plowhawk? I think Saturday for sure is a full day. Saturday's I mean, you a get full there day. At noon, one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. That is, I mean, you are getting to the airport at what two thirty in the morning, so your body will need to adjust. But I, I think thought our Saturday's flight's at five fifteen. Is it not? Yeah, but you got to do the three hour before. To, typically, you have to. <laughs> three, we have to get three, hours. three hours before five fifteen. <laughs> well, it said customs, right? Like right. that's no customs on the. You get Miami, customs right? when you go into Jamaica. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Well, that Miami is where we get customs. Okay. No, you get customs when you get into Jamaica. You do customs on the way back. I guess we'll do it in Charlotte. Gotcha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so that's yeah, not. The U.S. doesn't bad. care what you bring into Jamaica. Okay, four a.m. That's not. Yeah, so Saturday mm. can definitely count. All right. Sunday, 
Monday, oh, yeah. Tuesday. Doug, those are four days. And Iggy, you will not count Wednesday. We're not leaving there till like three or four, though, I think. Yeah, but you figure you sleep till maybe eight or nine, maybe get up and dilly dally, have breakfast, have lunch. You or got time to play nine holes? Yeah, I might have get some lunch. working. I'm going to post some scores. Yeah, well, you can count it. You're not going to, though, are you? I may not even count Saturday. Oh. <laughs> Saturday, we can stay up late. You don't have to get up early in the I know. Kind of get after it. No, you really don't have to get up that early. We don't start the show till eight o'clock their time. Show prep. Right. Show prep meeting in Jamaica. Who's going to set everything up when we get down there? Yeah, we all have an engineer, and I'll be helping them. Nice. Maybe like Joe, you better leave a week early and get down there. <clears throat> Is that on the table? I'll go to Jamaica a week early. With all these other stations down there, there's going to be a little rivalry, a little competition. Yeah, radio wars. Who can deliver the hottest of takes? Radio wars. We'll be doing Oklahoma drills in the hallways. I hope they're kind of cool. We can hang out with some of them. Hey, we're Weenie the Butt from oh, 55.6. Weenie and the Butt is the name of the show? They're on 55.6. <laughs> what a frequency. And what a show name. <laughs> Weenie and the Butt. <laughs> How long would you have to scroll on that damn tuner to get to 55.6? Do they even have even numbers on the radio stations? Frequencies? I just made that first thing came to oh. my mind, Doug. I don't okay. really know. Guys, is Pocket Tube going to be there filming B-roll? Thanks. That's in the birthday <laughs> hawk. We are going to be on YouTube. Yeah, that's the plan. Who's going to be doing that? What do you mean? I mean, you got to set Who's up all the cameras. It, no, not no. It'd be one camera, kind of like what we did when we went, did the uh, live show at Maggie's. It'll be similar to that. Oh, okay. That same camera. All right. So it'll be a one shot. And when we did it, uh, the Dodum, I think the Lemmings, we just put it right there, pointing right. at the picnic table. Bingo. So that's basically what we'll be doing. There'll be a wide shot. There may be girls walking through with thongs. There won't be. Could be. Hey, Tim, why is Plowboy playing on his phone instead of playing drops? That's from Harrison's brother. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm talking to my buddy, Matty Dreads. Oh, oh, is he coming on? He said he could do uh, Tuesday, because I know we're off Monday. Pepper and Genie reboot. So we could do that, Iggy, if you would like. He, I, I, Well, he texted me and said, hey, do you still have a podcast? And I thought that was funny, because mm. I don't know if we do. Um, You'd bring it back for him, wouldn't yes. you? Yes! He said, I had a great time at the AVNs. Um, have a little time next week if you guys still want me on. Wow, said, big moment here. He said, Monday, I know it was a holiday, but I can do it. I'm like, I think we're gone. I think we're off Monday. And I said, Tuesday. He said, yeah, I think I could probably get Katie Cush. Oh, the Katie Cush. Looks like she's got like 158,000 followers Remember Frank there Cush. on Twitter. Frank Cush, pretty good pretty head coach. Popular. Katie Cush. Colts. Colts, I think it was at Arizona State, too, for years. Cush was the was that uh, Jerry O'Connell's character in uh, Jerry Maguire? Some Kush. Cush, Cushman? Seems like to be like a nice up-and-comer. Hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about. So she's uh, he's acting her now, so. Here's what I get. I see I'd rather much, much rather be reached out to by Maddie Dreads. Just open up my Twitter tweets, so I got a DM. Tim. I'm Taylor, a producer. Oh, no. A radio station in Canada. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm booking for Sportsnet today. Gives me the name of the show. Would mm -hmm. you have time to, to join the show and preview the Blues and Flames? Oh, oh sure. that sounds awful, dude. You should do it. Well, Give him my number. I actually, Doug, yeah. <laughs> Doug, this could be a perfect opportunity now, but my co-host Doug Vaughn does, oh. and you could go and just do your cliche thing yeah. and see if they uh, can. Yeah, they can just stay healthy, play <laughs> so a 200-foot game. Where would he find that? A little sandpaper. I understand when you look at sports stations to find somebody. To, but we aren't listed under a sports station. If you so, look, I sports assume it's the 101 ESPN thing. That would be my guess. 
that brings in. I'm reaching new friends from 10 to 11. <clears throat> friends who are unaware. And really, some of the friends do not like when I bring up TMA. Oh, they don't? They do not. I don't, I don't sense with the TMA audience that they mind that we talk about 101 ESPN. But on some, again, some of the 101 ESPN listeners view TMA as... I think there might be a verse in the Bible about it or something. Well, like that, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Is that Leviticus? That Accurate. was Leviticus. Yeah. You're right. Uh, let's see, guys. KG and O Town can handle the interview since Pouty is playing hardball. That's mm. in the birthday hawk. Well, no, Iggy would probably Let him come in and do it. I don't care. Wait, you, you would actually be here. I think I'm trying to set it up 9:30 his time. So we KG and O Town has already answered. Iggy, yeah, quit. Be, I'll do the podcast with the sponsor that I got. Oh, that'd be 11:30 our time. That's hardly I'm still here. Vegas is two hours behind. Is it really? Yeah, it's West Coast. Oh, I'm thinking of Colorado's one hour time. Yeah, okay, it's I'll ask him uh, if you can do Vegas. Move it up an hour. Please hope at nine thirty should be up at eight. Okay. Uh, Harrison's brother Master says there's no way he's taxing with Maddie Dreads at seven a.m. in Vegas. I mean, what do you got going on now? Might Paul? be still up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, here's today at 8.59 a.m. You can are you going to show the camera? Yeah. Or show, yeah, show the YouTube. I don't give a damn. Yeah, I, don't give a, I mean. Uh, Harrison's brother, Master, the action has now been put on you. As long as number doesn't come up there. No, his number's not up there. No, don't let the number. are the blue skies. Right there. And then he Why do we have to mangas. prove ourselves to, to one schmo on Kate the fan page? Kate, Katie Drips Cush. Texted me that. Wow, what a, what a wonderful baptismal you name. You don't have to prove anything to these people. So, yeah, I mean, he texted me right now. He goes, let's do it. I'm excited. Yes! Oh, this I'm, is going to happen now, isn't it? Woot, 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 woot. Pepper and Genie is back and back woot, woot. in a way. free this morning, but we kind of have Wellington's podcast, and I do have to automate before our sound story. Oh, you're doing Pepper and Genie today? You're doing that no, today? No, no, I'm, I'm saying he said... He could do it today, but I like logistically. I don't know if we can do it today. That's Tuesday at eight thirty. His time. Okay. Can't find Kate. How do you spell Kush? Doug, how do you spell Katie? K U S H. Okay, then why can't I find her? So yeah. Katie is spelled K A T I. I do believe. Oh well, that, that did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how everybody says. K A T I E. Oh, okay. Well, then I still don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know who she is. At Katie Cush XX Two. I wasn't familiar with the lass who won Best New Starlet either. Isn't it possible that Katie just now ran away? Oh, Katie Cush is the best baby of the year for 2022. Oh, is it Katie Cush XX Two? Yeah. Oh, okay. There it is. Yeah, not familiar with her work. Me either. Looks like an up and comer. Doug, do you think mm. would you buy stock in her? I, I don't know who Katie Cush is. Do her parents know where she is? Oh, hanging out with Maddie Dreads, I guess. Yeah. So what is he with her? Or he just no, I said just good friends. Yeah, just good friends, and said she's very good uh, answering some fun porn questions. Very open, which is nice. always great in that industry. Mm. Great for a podcast. Oh. Great for a prank. Oh wow. So you're, Pepper and Genie is back. And you're excited about it. Is Pepper and Genie back? No, it's one well, day. To, back. It's, ah, well, it's, it's one exclusive. day to interview, her, interview him. It's and, just been on hiatus. And we'll send that out to the sponsors and nice. see how they... Uh, KG Notown says he has sponsors ready to go. Yeah, it's, I haven't well, seen him. I back up the Brinks <laughs> truck or something because I'm about to do a heavy-hitting interview. Are you? I can't wait for this interview. Oh, he is fun as hell, man. Ah, love him. I'm going to try to go to Vegas this year to see him again. Do you have a job for you out there? He always brings up jobs for me. Really? He does. But they're not high You and Madison paying. ever think about moving out there? Uh, I, mean, I used to think about moving out there all the time. I, l- I love it out there. I don't know if I could live out there. We've always talked about West Coast living would be certainly 
fun option. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the jobs, I mean, are in terms of pay, it's not overwhelming. You got to earn your stripes, your stripes there. Yeah. I get it. I was so close to moving there. I actually had an apartment. In Vegas? You yeah. signed a lease? Man. No, but I found one. It was American Sports Radio or ASN something, and they called me. It was actually kind of like what Fox is now. It was the station that all the sports stations had as an affiliate so they could play overnight stuff. And um, they asked me, do you want to come work here? Uh, the guy actually had a contract, what I was going to make. Uh, I started looking at apartments online in Vegas. I remember asking the that person who was doing it for me, I said, I just need something with sidewalks lined with palm trees. That's all I want. Oh, yeah. And she found one for me, and uh, probably about, I don't know, three weeks before I was going to leave yeah. and sign the lease and get out of mine, they mm. called me and said, oh, we're out of business. Oh. Oh, that's lucky that you didn't the get there. The sports network went out of business. <laughs> I said, okay, well, so much for that. Yeah. Cancel the apartment. But I was ready to go. It's fun, man. Like, And it's... And there's a lot of things to do outside the casinos as well. I mean, you can really, there are a lot of hiking and little trail areas there you can do. And Blow it up, man. Place yeah, Henderson is huge. I mean, it's going to have a, four, uh, all four major sports leagues. Yeah, that's... It will. I mean, the NBA will be there within a decade. God, and that's in a matter of like, what, five years yep. or ten years? They just absolutely go from zero to 60 in It was kind of demonized. Yeah. I wonder uh, what the breakthrough was for Las Vegas in sports. Was it the NBA All-Star game being played there? And that's when they were talking Probably about it. Probably, and just the increase in gambling becoming more and more normalized. Right. Now there's casinos all over the country, so we don't just think of right. Vegas. Sports gambling, like too. Sports yeah. So sports and gambling kind of collided, deleting. But they stay, they stayed away from there, and then the NBA had an all-star game there, and I felt like that played a role in it, but I could be off. I mean, the NBA is still not there. Baseball's not there. I would bet the NBA will be there. I don't know if baseball will go there. I feel like baseball's talking more Montreal and Portland. Yeah. Nash- oh, no. Nashville. 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 That mm-hmm. Nashville thing had come out of nowhere. I don't know nowhere. if baseball would take in Las Vegas. I, I don't think it would. I don't think it would in Vegas. I think, I think the NBA Nashville. would, though, right? Big time. Oh, yeah. the NBA yeah. would thrive That's right there. Alley. Every free agent would be begging oh, to go there. God almighty. Yeah. Yeah. As fast-paced as Vegas is to have a baseball game take three and a half hours. Oh, that would be the worst. Yeah. Well, it's just the fact that so many people that are there are from somewhere else, and you're asking them to show for 81 home games. I don't get that, the Nashville thing. Like, there's so many teams around that area. I, I get it's not in Nashville, but golly. Well, that's another booming area. Of- it's huge, yeah. I just, I don't know, baseball there is a little weird. But they have, like, Mattingly involved now. Yeah, I would think Stewart, baseball would work in like, Nashville. The hell? I would think it would work. Uh, it is 910 in St. Louis. Uh, you are welcome to text in 314-881-TMA5. It's the Engineer Design Facilities text in box E, D, F. And text in 314-881-TMA5 and work with Engineer Design Facilities, the uh, official Commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. If you have visibility to your company or place of business's commercial fire alarm panel and system, email fire at edf-rg.com. They'll have a technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com. EDF's fire division now testing, inspecting, and maintaining the fire system on all commercial kitchen and restaurant hoods. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. It comes your way in the Maggie O'Brien's 9 o'clock hour. We'll close out our appliance discounters 8 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.